Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. And no matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's Orders. Also brought to you by Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Hey, they had such a great year. They're giving you a taste of what 2019 looks like with a $1 million fantasy football contest and $250,000 in overlay. Yahoo is only collecting $750,000 in fees. Less players, better odds for you. One in four people who play will double their money. Not a bad way to end the year. And there's a limit of 10 entries per person, so don't miss the contest. Go to yahoo.com slash daily fantasy and use promo code yahoo25 when you make your first deposit for $25 in free play all right welcome to against all odds with cousin sal part of the ringer podcast network not only that the number one sports gambling podcast in the land yes the numbers bear out look it up yourself if you have to we're here with Jim Cunningham, COO of this podcast. What's happening, Heel Producer Jim? Not much. How you doing, Sal? Stepping in for uh, Tate, who was with us kind of last week. He was with us. He was on the ground. He was prone, parallel the whole time. And uh, and now he decided to fly off somewhere to get get his back taken care of, right? Where did he go? Allegedly. Yeah. He's been faking it. Um, I think he's in North Carolina. I don't know if he's ever mentioned that he's from there. but Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the best back surgeons in the world there. Yeah, yeah you know. He's, he's pulling a Kobe on us here. Well, get well soon, uh, Tate. We miss you. Although we like having Jim here, too. And we also like having, on the phone right now, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my wizards of wagering, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, let's go over the best bets real quick. There's a lot going on. Gearing into Christmas season now. Need to need to recoup some money for gifts. And I went with you, Harry, right? You went with the under in the second week in a row in the Tampa game. That went well. We cashed on that. Yeah, two weeks in a row, under in the Tampa game, two weeks in a row. That covers by 14. Uh, and I believe um, one of our uh, followers and listeners and fans said that I, and I checked it out, and he was correct. I, uh, his name's Chris. I think I went, I've gone 10 out of the last 13 winners in best bet. Mm. Not P- bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, we should mention you led people astray in this Miss Universe competition, though, right? Was it Miss Universe or Miss World? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't like, you know, I usually don't like going with a favorite, so I did go with some underdogs. Mm-hmm. Miss Philippines wanted it like three to one. Sometimes some people got it a little higher, but uh, I didn't want to go with a favorite. Yeah, that was it. That was the reasoning, right? Just don't go with the favorite. Is yeah, that... but I guess that was the way to do it, I guess. I right, know. I just I don't think you're putting your all into this <laughs> Miss Universe thick. analysis. I yeah. know. And I'm partial to Filipinos. I like, I've, I've dated a couple. Of all guys, right, so. okay. <laughs> I have to go on that. Uh, Saturday, Bri, you were with me, the uh, Brother Bry, Harry came out Saturday. That was your game, your best bet, right? We're watching the Browns yeah, Broncos. The Broncos, uh, Broncos minus three against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Down four uh, with four minutes left. At a fourth and one. Yeah. They were about at the what, like the six yard line. Uh, one of the worst coaching decisions I've ever seen when Vance Joseph decides to kick the field goal. I felt like that was as bad as it gets. Um, I mean. I probably didn't deserve to win. I mean, a push would have been nice, but uh, that that was that was terrible. Now they need to. Vance Joseph has to have the spread in mind and everything else when he doesn't go for it. Kicks a field goal on fourth and one from the six, <laughs> crying out loud. What, what worst comes to worst, you got Baker to his back to a hostile end zone right there. Why not? Denver has one of the better defenses. I said go for it there. They did not. Um, and parlay kid, I know you had a big parlay. <laughs> Did the Rams kill yeah. you? Did anyone else kill you? The Rams killed me. No, no, night. I won everyone until the Rams. Uh, uh, and, and so I know you thought that was a slam dunk. And I, this was Rams money line go, going into going Monday. In, Rams yeah. money line going into that game. I don't mm-hmm. think there was one person that I knew. I knew a lot of people that had them, uh, somehow still had them alive in like uh, elimination pools or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I, everybody was super confident. Uh, this team has kind of lost its uh, swagger a little bit, I think. Yeah. 
Um, we'll see if they can get it back. I think um, losing uh, Cooper Cup has really hurt them more than anybody could have imagined, I guess. They just seem like they've been out of rhythm since he's been gone. Tough loss. Uh, that whole the whole game, I got I lost my fantasy game because of it to brother oh, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it the, was tough. Well, uh, if Reynolds scored a touchdown, I, I beat John. If Reynolds that's right. he came up an inch short on the goal line, brother John beats me in two different leagues. Darren tough, played his brother tough, brother John in fantasy football in the semifinals, and this is the sibling he likes least. So it really really hurts most. Uh, and uh, now brother Bry plays brother John in the final. We'll get to that later if there if there's time. But yeah. uh, we have a lot to to go over. We're going to handicap three big NFL games. We will go over some special NFL props. Uh, we'll take a ride on the Captain Morgan Riverboat Casino, and maybe if there's time, we'll dip into the mailbag. And then the most popular segment in sports gambling podcast history, Sharp Tank, where you guys pitch me your bets and I have to buy one of them. I've been I've been doing well hitching my uh hitching to right to Harry's wagon. Harry, do you have a wagon? Did you ever have a wagon, Harry? I might have. I think uh I think uh me and uh me and me and my brother Scott had uh my grandparents had one, so uh we uh-huh. had one together. We were sharing the same wagon. Oh you guys shared a wagon. But, yeah. All right. Well that's nice. All right, well let's start. With the NFL games, the three big ones. There are a few more big ones, but I picked these three. Baltimore at the L.A. Chargers. Saturday night, there's no Thursday night game, but there's two Saturday games. This is one of them. Baltimore, L.A. Chargers. Chargers, four-and-a-half point favorite. Forty-four-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, Parlay Kid, let's hear your take on this first. Oh, boy, Sal. I've been, uh, been struggling a little bit, Sal. Been struggling a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but look, this is a great matchup here. Don't we feel like the Chargers just seem to play the same type of game every week or very close to it? Mm-hmm. They kind of up and down, kind of as you said last week, they kind of played to the level of competition the week before yep. the Bengals. You know, then last week, what a great victory for them. I got home, they were down two touchdowns. I was uh, out. I get home. I thought there was no way they were winning the game. I was, I was almost wasn't going to watch it at that point. Mm-hmm. Give them credit. They uh, Phil Rivers, I think, uh, jumped a little bit in the MVP uh, race there. Yeah, killed uh, by coming back in that game. They they have guys back this week. I guess Gordon supposedly is maybe back, and Keenan mm-hmm. Allen. Man, both uh, Keenan Allen, my fantasy guy, who put up a big zero. All of a sudden, he's healthy <laughs> enough to play this week. Right. Come on, Keenan. <laughs> that being said, the Ravens too, they're running the ball great. They can run the ball on anybody, especially now with uh Lamar Jackson there at the mm-hmm. helm. I can see this game. I think the Chargers pull this out, but this reeks of a twenty four twenty game Chargers, but I think the Ravens certainly cover the four and a half because it's just the way the Chargers <laughs> seem to play. Not giving yourself a lot. Of, I was trying to figure out which way you're going with that. 24-20 almost lands right on the over-under and, and the spread. So, But you're saying Ravens yeah, plus I, the points. I, I think the, the Chargers seem to play a lot of 24-20 type of games. Mm-hmm. I just see this being All right. that type of game. Enough enough talent. Obviously, they've had Mike Williams has uh, emerged as a threat. Yeah. I think they just have more talent than the Ravens. But, you know, the Ravens always play hard-nosed football. I think it's going to yep. just be one of those games. But I, I think the Ravens are going to cover that four-and-a-half. Okay. Point. All right, take the four-and-a-half, says Parley Kid. Harry, what do you think? Hmm. You know what? Nice point the Parley Kid made. But you know what? I'm still going to go the other way, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the four-and-a-half with the Chargers. Look, they've, they've won 10 of 11. Their one loss in that stretch was to Denver by a point. During this run, they have, their averaging winning margin has been 10 points a game, and that's with or without Melvin Gordon, Joey Bosa, and even Terrell Williams. Um, Baltimore's defense is good, but the Charger team is too powerful on offense. Uh, like uh, Parley Kid mentioned, wide receiver Mike Williams is now the hot offensive weapon for them. He leads the team with nine touchdown receptions, meanwhile running the ball. Melvin Gordon is averaging, Melvin Gordon's averaging 5.2 yards a carry. It's backup. Austin Eckler is averaging 5.1 a carry, and even rookie running back Justin Jackson, who had a fill-in for both of them, is getting 4.6 a run. Mm. The Ravens just don't have enough offense, especially passing the ball. Lamar Jackson is at Baltimore on a nice run, but 
but they have been fortunate in games of late against lesser competition. I mean, they only beat that. They only, only beat Cincinnati at home by three. They struggled for three quarters at home versus Brother Prize Raiders and had to grind out a win last week versus Tampa. I say the Bolts blow out Baltimore All on right. Saturday night by a score of something like 34-16. Well, I think, uh, yeah, Bolts, Bolts win big, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, you talk about the Chargers running game. I mean, the Ravens is dynamite. I mean, you might say they go against bad defenses, but I think their over-under is like 170 and a half yards rushing uh, this week. For that reason, I'm going under in this game, under 44 and a half. Both defense for points per game and yards allowed per game. Baltimore, number one since week five. Uh, Baltimore's third, and the Chargers are fifth. So, yeah, these teams really get it together. They have long possessions. Ravens are first. Chargers are sixth in time of possession. So it's a it's a miserable time watching these teams try to score, at least early on. Now, that said, if they make Lamar Jackson pass, something they haven't had to do, none of these teams, then all bets are off. But I don't think it's going to be that kind of game, Parley Kid. I agree with you. I think like 20 to 17, I'm going over uh, under 44 and a half. I think it's close early. Those linebacking cores are going to keep the skill position players in check. So I like the under. Now, let's go to the second game. Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Brother Bright, five and a half the Saints are, and 53 and a half is the over-under. Is five and a half too little? Uh, yeah, it might be. I think if I was going that way, I'd probably lean the Saints, uh, giving the five and a half. But I actually like the under 53 and a half in this game. Look, usually Pittsburgh doesn't play as well on the road. They're not the same team offensively. They've only averaged 20 points a game on the road in their last four. Only one Steelers game, road game this year, went over 53 and a half. Four of their last five have gone under. Meanwhile, on the other hand, the Saints, the last five have gone under. Uh, I don't know. I think this is probably going to be like a 28-20. I could see Pittsburgh's only scoring like 20 in this game. I mean, Saints' defense has actually been uh, playing really well. So, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, I'd say like 27-28-20, but I like the under. So, you're going under. All right, Parley Kid, you agree with your brother or are you taking a side? No, I actually don't, Sal. Uh, I'm going to be going with the over in this game. I feel like the Saints are due here. Right, their offense has been struggling. They're coming back home uh, in the dome where they thrive. I think they're going to jump out to an early lead, which is going to in turn really make the Steelers throw the ball a lot. I think this gets into this is going to become a little bit of a track meet here. Hmm. Um, and by the way, can anybody just rush the ball for the Steelers? Can they just put anybody back there? Yeah, it's going to get a hundred like yard game. Levy on stock just plummets every week. <laughs> He's sitting out. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, this kid they're using now. I mean, some some people have him listed as a tight end in their fantasy league. Yeah. It's, it's it's incredible. Uh, so kudos to them for continuing to just find guys and churn out guys, and it doesn't really matter. But I think both these teams coming off a little bit of a sluggish offensive performance pick it up this week, and I think this game is going to go right. I think it's going to be a 31-28 type of game, uh, you know, approaching the 60-point mark. So mm-hmm. let's go with the oversell. All right. I have it right around the over on that. I think it's a 34-20 game, and I think New Orleans kicks the crap out of them. This is their first home game in a month. The last three on the yeah. road. By the time uh, Sunday rolls around, it'll be a month. And Pittsburgh coming off an emotional win against New England. You look at the Steelers, well, you look at the Titans in Miami. When they beat the Patriots, they went on the road the next week, and they got demolished. Uh, I think the other team to lose the, uh, to beat the Patriots was the Lions. They also lost the next week, but it was close. I think it's a bad spot for Pittsburgh. We forget what New Orleans does at home. They have an 18.4 margin of victory. And defensively, that's their story. 12.3 points a game they've allowed uh, this year. And that's, I think, second in the league. I think this is going to be a uh, blowout, 34-20. I like New Orleans. I can't believe they haven't been home in so long. All right, the last game we'll uh, preview. KC, Seattle. KC, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Kind of falling apart a little bit here. Losing their identity, obviously, with Kareem Hunt being out. This over-under is also 53-and-a-half. Harry, which way do you see it? You know what? You're right, Sal. They are. I haven't been the Kansas City of the beginning of the season, but still, in this spot, I'll lay the two and a half. I feel this game means a lot more to the Chiefs than it does Seattle. The Seahawks will be okay since they own the tiebreaker for a wild card spot over Philly. 
Philly and over Washington, plus the Seahawks get Arizona next week at home. So I think they'll be fine in a playoff spot to get the uh, <clears throat> to get the fifth seed uh, or the sixth seed. And this game could be close, but Casey has enough big time players, and they know what's on the line for them, and that's holding on to that number one seed in the AFC. Mahomes, I just think, outshines uh, Russell Wilson here. Uh, he will keep drives alive and manufacture points. Uh, I'm not saying Wilson won't, especially since Doug Baldwin looks like Doug Baldwin of old after last week. But still, this could be an overplay maybe. That that might be a possibility too. But I could still see that Mahomes um, – I still think Mahomes gets it done. Casey's offense is just better at the end. And I see them getting it done in an exciting game, something like 34-28. Should be fun. It's a good way to end the week, Sunday night game. Brother Brian, do you agree with Harry? High scoring? No. Chiefs so Harry likes the over in this. Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I, I don't really trust – well, I don't really – not that I don't trust them. I don't really love Seattle still. I don't, I don't know if they're that good, but their track record in Seattle and on primetime is, yeah. is really good. So yeah. I feel like I'm going to stay away from that line. So I'm also going to go under in this game as well, under mm. the 53-and-a-half. I think this plays out similarly to the last um, – two Chiefs games, the one against the Ravens and the one against the Chargers, even though that Charger one should have went under too. But I, again, I think this is more like a 27-24 type of game. I think Seattle really try and grind this one out, just run, 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 ball control, uh, just try and keep the ball away from uh, Kansas City. But, you know, Kansas City, again, their their offense hasn't been great the last few weeks. Again, but I'm, I'm also playing with fire because it seems like they can't score less than 27 the Chiefs uh, win this over under is fifty three and a half. But I, again, I think I don't think Seattle, even for as bad as Kansas City is defensively, I don't think they scored that much either. So, so I, I, I'd lean under on this one. Yeah, the only thing I'm worried, I do, I like the Chiefs here. I like them minus two and a half. I think just think they're better. I think they wrap things up. Like Harry said, Seattle doesn't need it as much. The only problem is teams run on KC, and this Chris Carson is really starting to step it up. Yep. But Mahomes, I'm looking at the numbers. He's actually better on the road. Um, his quarterback rating's much better on the road. I don't think he'll be rattled going to Seattle, even though they, they seem to have that uh, 12th man back in their corner and it's making a difference, except for the pat part where they're 2-7-1 and one against the spread, their last 10 versus a team with a winning road record. So I'm going to lean uh, Chiefs here. I think they win. I don't think they're going to want to worry about Week 17, get that, get that division. All this talk about them going from the 1 to the 5 seed, uh, it's miserable, and they've had a few extra days to prepare for this. So I think they win uh, in convincing fashion. All right, let's take a break, and then we will talk NFL MVP. Does Mahomes hold on, or is it Breeze or Rivers, or you want to take a long shot with luck? We're going to ask the degenerate trifecta in just a moment. Hey, you know what's not smart? Letting my friend Harry pick your Miss Universe pageant winner. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash odds to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the United States. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash odds. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, we're back. On Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, have the degenerate trifecta here. We have Jim Cunningham. Jim Cunningham, by the way, found a lot out about your dating life. Unbelievable what goes on with these websites, <laughs> these, uh, these, these apps. No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. I know you don't know. But let me go. All, every, every podcast on this network is second rate compared to what Jim Cunningham could put together on a weekly basis just talking about his dates. He's beat red right now. He is beat red. He's Santa outfit red right now. But uh, I know he doesn't want to talk about it, But trust me. Trust me on this. And trust me on this also. Pat Mahomes is winning the NFL MVP. Right now, he's minus 200. Breeze is plus 180. Rivers is plus one, uh, plus 550. Now, it seems like Mahomes and Breeze don't want anything to do with this award, but I think you have to give it to Mahomes. I, I, I actually wish you could figure out if, if these guys are all or some or none are going to play Week 17. But assuming that they do, Mahomes is going to have 50 touchdowns. He's got 45. I think he's going to get to 50. He's going to have over 5,000 yards. Now, 
That's only been done once by Peyton Manning, who ran away with the award back in, uh, what was that, uh, 13 when he won? 2013, I think. The voters are not going to be able to turn that away. So I think Mahomes holds on. I, like I said, I think I like, I like the Chiefs this Sunday night. I think he'll thrive. I like him at minus 200. Parlay Kid, does Breeze sneak up or Rivers? I mean, Rivers plus 550 was 12-1 to 1, uh, oh, like a week ago. Yeah. You know, Sal, I think... Um I kind of, I kind of disagree with you on this because we saw I don't know maybe let's go back three or four weeks Mahomes what was he at one point what was the was he minus four hundred at one point yeah, I think I saw four fifty at, at his highest okay yeah. yeah he had a game in which he threw five touchdown passes mm-hmm. got picked three times all of a sudden he was plus like one fifty the next week right I mean. He things he got changed, up to like so, plus four hundred at some well, point. There you go. Within a week, it was like, wait, yeah. this guy just threw five touchdown passes, but because he threw a couple interceptions, mm-hmm. things change. So that's why Sal and Booger McFarland, who I know some of us are not crazy about him. Uh, on I, the, I'm uh, crazy the about him. I'm crazy about him the the other way, but I'm crazy about him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He made a good point the other night, though, with Drew Brees and the MVP. When he when he basically was talking about how the Breeze is the all time leading passer, right? And he's never won the MVP. Mm-hmm. We know some of these people that voting. That's what they're looking at. This is it is going. I personally think Breeze has got home versus the Steelers, home versus the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to need to win. Uh, well, maybe he might not need to win that last game. But let's just say, assuming he plays both games, I think he puts up pretty good numbers. I think these voters, with just having a little bit of sympathy, yeah. might vote for him. So a plus one eighty, maybe that's the way to go here. Yeah, and I I could see Mahomes struggling a little bit in Seattle if that weather is cold and rainy. I I know he can throw in anything, but you know he might have that two you know that barely over two hundred game with one or two touchdowns. And all of a sudden, this flip-flops next week. Well, that's probably what it comes down to. Is it the sentimental breeze? He's done so much for the league. He's such a great ambassador. Unbelievable numbers. His completion percentage is off the charts this year. Or is Mahomes, who's putting up statistically one of the greatest years. Not that breeze is any slouch in that department, but that 50 and 5,000 is so, so hard to achieve. Listen. But you might be right with breeze plus one. I say it's Mahomes. I I personally think Mahomes was asking you. I just don't know if the vote. I was totally if asking. The voters you. are going to go that way. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know have a vote, though. Right? I, I don't have a real vote. Well, that's, so that's if a, I had a real vote, yeah. it would go to Mahomes. Jim, because, because I think Breeze's last three games have been pretty terrible, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, we but were going we to give you a I vote. I think, like you said, the sentimental pick. Sentimental. Right. The the ringer got together. They gave you a vote, Parley kid. So you got to figure it out. Uh, listen. <laughs> I, well. It'll, it'll take him four months to decide. Oh, come on. All right, Harry. All right, Big Shot. Who do you like in this? Uh, you know what? If KC wins AFC West and is the number one seed, uh, it has to go to Mahomes. Plus, it's so hard to argue, Sal, like you said, with the stats. Right now, he's got 45 touchdowns, 4,500 yards. Plus, after this week, he'll probably be the second leading rusher on the Chiefs. Mm. Breeze has taken a hit, in my opinion, uh, <clears throat> for his claim for the MVP over the last three weeks on the road. During that time, he's got just two touchdowns and has three picks. And in those three weeks, it's taken him a while to really get going as he had zero touchdowns in those three games in the first half. I think if Mahomes wins the game on Sunday and plays solid, he really deserves it. He deserves it. Give him the MVP. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, by the way, speaking of Booger, he, yeah, Booger, he talked about Cam Newton being, uh, this is what happens when Cam Newton threw an interception. So he's like, this is what happens with upper body throwers. I, he needs to explain that, right? Who was the last good lower body? Did Brett Favre throw with his left pinky toe? I don't, I don't understand yeah. what that meant. But, <laughs> but uh, brother Brian, I which thought you were going to say speaking of boogers. I oh, thought you were going to talk yeah. about Harry and just being congested all. <laughs> oh all right, weekend, yeah, we, we could get in that too. <laughs> we woke up the whole house for two days. That's good. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think, Brian? Uh, so I'm going to say, I, I mean, Mahomes should win it easily. It shouldn't even be close. I mean, I feel like Mahomes. He could have two crappy games, and he'd really deserve to win it. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little scared of the minus two hundred. If you told me to put like a hundred thousand on this, I wouldn't feel that comfortable. Again, right. he should win it. He's by far the MVP in the NFL this year. 
especially in terms of entertainment and excitement. I just, again, this this week is the, obviously the big week. If if Reese throws five touchdowns and Mahomes loses a game, it's going to flip again, even though, again, I think this week really shouldn't even matter. Mahomes, to me, has by far been the MVP, but I, I'd be a little bit nervous putting a lot of money on this. Right. Uh, maybe put a little bit on Mahomes, but minus 200, I wouldn't put a ton on it. I'll say this. I This is not the way to look at it, but maybe you should look at it this way. Uh, they said ratings are up in the NFL. Which three of these guys is that due to? More Patrick Mahomes, oh, when you say? When you say? Yeah, like, Mahomes by, by far. That? I mean, he's he's the reason yep. the NFL is. Harry, I'll throw your Saquon Saquon Barkley in there. He's he's helped a lot, but if like if I wouldn't, <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I, honestly, like if I had it, not, not that he should be MVP, but those are the exciting players. I think that's why there are more oh, yeah, eyeballs. Right. Uh, on I don't know what Barley kid is laughing about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those would well, be one and those would be one and two though. Who would be three for I'm most for most exciting? Most like um, uh, I like yeah, I like Marlon Mack. Well, I think like in a way Baker has. Uh, Baker Mayfield has yeah, Mayfield. Yeah, revitalized the it's league true. a yeah. little bit. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, Kamara's exciting on the same. Kamara's I great. Think I find him very, and very then, fun to watch. And then uh, uh, Nick Mullins bringing up the rear. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, th- th- those I think would be the top three or four. And I, Brian, I'd even say Khalil Mack in the beginning of the year. Like That's oh, all, yeah. that's oh, all I anyone was talking about. I was actually going to say that. Yeah. Mack would definitely be up there. Uh, when he's been healthy this year, he's been as good as anybody. Speaking of that, Brian, let's look at some of these prop specials. Now, this is the one I gave you. I know this is going to hurt your feelings, but I have to bring this up. Now, you could actually bet these online. <laughs> Who will record more sacks in the 2018 regular season? Khalil Mack or the Oakland Raiders? Now, the entire Raiders defense has 12 sacks this season. Khalil, <laughs> Khalil Mack has 12 and a half sacks. I'm, I give you a lot of information here. What do you think the odds are on this? Uh, yeah, so Mac. I mean, this is this just shows you how freaking embarrassing this is for yeah. the Raiders, uh, especially because Mac was injured for two and a half games, pretty mm-hmm. much. So, I'm gonna say it's Mac has more sacks, and it's uh, like minus one sixty. Mac minus one sixty. Yeah, I'll tell you what. This might um, temper your frustration with the team if you bet on Khalil Mac in this prop because he's plus one twenty five in this. Even Ooh. even though he has a half a sack more, and there's two games left now. Who do the Raiders play? Not that it matters too much. Who do you who do you have? You have uh, the uh, sub, we have, have Denver, Denver, and then yeah, we have Denver and Kansas and City. Kansas City. Uh, I don't know. We probably won't get one against Kansas City. And Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack actually might might sit Week 17. See, that's the thing. Everything I'm hearing, Trubisky might sit. Mack might sit. Obviously, he's going to play this week. Um, Hmm. Yeah, maybe don't play that. I don't know. Uh, it would just it would just suck if you had Khalil. It's Mack still an embarrassing bet, sat, though. Yeah. Either way, it's embarrassing at San Francisco this week. All right, uh, another one, Harry. Will all the NFC East teams score touchdowns in Week 16? Now, two of them were shut out. Mine and yours. My Cowboys and your Giants. There's actually a number on the shutout too, but it was too high. But what about just all four scoring a single at least touchdown? This week, what do you think the yes is? What happened here? Minus one twenty-five. <laughs> oh. uh, minus one sixty-five. A little higher. The no, the no is plus one twenty-five. Cowboys oh. home against Tampa. They'll score for God's sakes. They'll score. They have to score. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott should have to. Should they, they give up a lot? Of, uh, the Redskins, Eagles, though. That maybe not. That's the thing. The Redskins. Titans D is rocking right now. Giants won't get shut out again, I don't think. In in a dome, Eli, they do they score like 24 a game, I think in a dome this year. Philly should score at home. That'd be atrocious. Uh, I know Houston's tough defense, but yeah, you're right. It's the Redskins at I guess we should just bet see if we want to bet the Redskins. Their over under total points is probably like 13 or something. Uh, which way you go with that, Harry? Yeah. yeah yes seems I would still go yes. I oh, I take I, I, I boy, yeah, the Redskins. Is, but I'd still, I'd still go with the over. Josh or Johnson. I'd, I'd still, I'd still, yeah. There's no over, Harry. It's, it's a yes or no. I'll take the yes. Okay, it's true or All false right. question. All take right, the yes. Parley kid, this is an interesting one. Total playoff yep. wins for the New England Patriots in 2019. Oh, uh, th- this year, but 2019, 18-19 playoffs. Uh, over under is a half. Huh. What do you think the under is? Under a half. Ooh. 
or over, however you want to answer. Uh, the Patriots, oh, man, man. They know how to mess with you, right, the Patriots? Uh, yeah, they sure in do. In terms of, uh, I, I really feel like Belichick loses games every year just because he wants to screw fantasy owners at some point. Yeah, at this probably. Of the season, right? Like, it's like, what a mess that was last week. Uh, I don't know. It's probably like minus, uh, the under is probably, under a half is probably plus, 225? Good guess. Good guess. Plus 200. Okay. So the uh, over is minus 300. Now, we could we could figure this out. First of all, I want to say this. This seems very oh. convenient for the Patriots. Obviously, they're playing like crap. Brady's throwing bad balls. Guys are dropping passes. Gronk can't get yeah. any separation. Uh, the pre-snap penalties bothers me more than anything. We've never seen them get eight pre-snap penalties no. in a game. And that seems uh, more common than ever. Um, but the one thing I'll say about the Patriots, they seem to be the only team in the AFC that hasn't run out of easy games. And it's that freaking schedule and that freaking division. I know, uh, Parley Kid, we we uh, can't complain about an easy division this year as Cowboy fans, but uh, right. Bills and Jets to end the season. The Chiefs have a tough one this week. The Ravens and Chargers yep. have a tough one. The Steelers may not get it. They may get a sixth seed. Like It's crazy. And watch the Patriots just uh, breeze right along to a two seed with two wins at the end of the year. But what do you think? So, Go ahead, Harry. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, hate to think about it, but really, are the Patriots playing the ultimate game of possum? Yeah. These last couple of weeks? It could honestly. be. I, I, like I said, we see some things we haven't seen out of them, which is troubling for <laughs> Patriots fans. I understand. But let's look at this. All right, so if they are a three seed, who's going to uh, Foxborough? Tennessee, Baltimore, or Indianapolis? I got that right, right? Right. Chargers or Chiefs Correct. will have to be five. What will they be, a six or seven point favorite there? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, they'd probably be, oh, yeah. well, they'd be seven, right? Regardless. Yeah, right. So probably. what what would their money line be? Minus three? Would, is that about right? Minus 300? Yeah. Okay. That's probably about yeah. right. Yeah. Well, let's say they're a two seed, and then they're playing, who's the three? Is it uh, Pittsburgh, they'd Baltimore winner? Or is Houston? They'd be home against like Houston. Houston then, probably, gets a right? three. Obviously, that, the two seed is probably worse, though, right? In, in this case, for this bet. Uh, for this bet, I think, well, it depends which way, if you're going over, you're saying? If you're going over yeah. half? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. So, all right, what would they be against it, Baltimore? What would they be against uh, Houston? Still have to be about six or seven, right? They'd still I'd be say, six, yeah. Right? They'd, yeah they'd you're right. By, they beat them by seven early in the year. They'd still they, be they were, yeah. And the line was seven. That line was seven. And let's say it ends up being um, like Pittsburgh. That'll be a little lower, right? Yeah, that'll be like four and a half, uh, five. So right. I guess what we're saying is don't, uh, this was a waste of uh, 15 minutes talking about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I like, uh, out of the three, Harry, I think I like NFC East teams to score a touchdown. 165 doesn't seem too high for that. Yeah. And then we'll just scream, uh, you get through Saturday. Yeah, probably you not be two okay. shutouts in a row for Tennessee. That's right. right. Exactly. All right. That brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I set sail, tackling fake gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. Oh, Penny Marshall passed this week. Loved her. Jim Cunningham, you like Penny Marshall, right? Of course. What did you like her? Uh, big. Right. Uh, League she of Their Own. She directed Big, League mm -hmm. of Their Own. Great Laverne movies. and Shirley. Laverne, she wore the L. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did she do anything else? I think, you know, she, they made appearances on Happy Days and everything. Yeah. The Cunninghams. Married, uh, married Rob Reiner. I love right. Oh, right, of course. Yeah. Huge celebrity sports fan, too. Lakers season tickets, Clippers season tickets. If you, you look it up, she has crazy sports memorabilia. It got us thinking, got Captain Morgan thinking, who is the greatest celebrity super fan? And they put odds on this, too. Is it Jack Nicholson, 5-2, to two, Spike Lee, 7-2, to two, Bill Murray, 5-1, to one, the aforementioned... The late great Penny Marshall, seven to one. Jerry Seinfeld, eight to one. McConaughey, twelve to one. Or the field at six to one. Harry, start us off. Greatest celebrity sports fan. You know, even though I'm not a huge fan of his, I'll throw him a bone. I'm going to go with Spike Lee at seven to two. Mm. Uh, he's had some epic battles versus Bryan's and Parley Kids. Uh, uh, being a fan of the Knicks versus Reggie Miller, all those games were priceless in the playoffs, especially when Miller gave him the choke sign. Him after he smoked the Knicks in the playoffs. Plus, I have my own Spike League story here. Remember, guys, uh, thanks to my boss, Ken, mm -hmm. we were at the Super Bowl in 2008 for the Giants, and backup quarterback of the Giants, 
Jarrett Lorenzen, got security to get us on the field after the game and party with the team after at their hotel. Now, Spike was there, of course, rooting for our Giants. He's a big Giants fan, wearing a Michael Strahan jersey down to his ankles. He was loving it until Ken and I <laughs> got on the field, and Spike said to security, hey, who are these guys? Why are they on the field? Good question. Why are they getting on the field? I should deserve, I deserve being on the field. That's when I looked back at Spike, and I said, maybe next time, Spike. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> After that zinger, I'll give Spike credit for still for, being a great for fan. What? At seven to two, Spike Lee. For being there for your singer? <laughs> did you check up? But did he get on next time? You didn't any follow up, did you? He didn't get on. Uh, he can get on the field. All right. I thought you said next time. I thought uh I will say this about well, Spike Lee. No. I, I don't you don't like to think of sports like this, but and maybe this works against him. But Parley Kid, it were you mad at Spike Lee when Reggie Miller had that epic shooting, uh, that barrage yes, in the last thirty yes, seconds? Like, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you, like you don't want to think that course, they they yes, changed the Spike, the result, but he 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 basically willed Reggie Miller to yeah. victory that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's exactly right. what it was. Yeah, yep, that's so, how I feel. Uh, so I don't know absolutely. if that yeah, if he gets more points or or fewer points for, for that, but uh, I think Brother Brian and I rode an <laughs> elevator with him once, right? Or in a Pacquiao, uh, yeah, uh, I've I've seen him a bunch of times. He's yeah. like uh, four foot three, I think. He's, yeah. Harry, he's gonna Harry, be uh, Harry. Looks like an NBA player again. <laughs> wow, Spike Lee. <laughs> I but love it. I might as well jump in here <laughs> too because yeah. I had Spike Lee as well. Yeah. Um, you know, most celebrity fr- fans are front runners, but I will say though, the one thing about Spike, he's been with the Knicks through bad times and the bad. I mean, this team has been garbage for twenty years. Yeah. He's at every game talking trash to these teams. But like you guys said, the funny thing about that is I think when the team's coming into the garden to play the Knicks, they get so amped up yeah, and they want to beat the Knicks so badly. And I think Spike Lee is really the reason. I, I think he's the reason, mm-hmm. but uh, I, there really is no bigger fan. I think anybody else who would suffer through all these losses all these years, they wouldn't show up anymore. If, if Toronto was bad, Drake wouldn't be at these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will give Spike a lot of credit for that. Nick, Nicholson has said if uh, the, if he can get face face value, he'd sell his Lakers tickets. I mean, he's very old right now, but but uh, mm. I, you know, brother Brian, I'd love to see a stat on that because I think, I wonder if you're right if with that, like home games where Spike Lee attends versus home games where uh, he stays home and what the Knicks record is because it does really seem like they, every road team gives it an extra effort when he's around. All Not right, for sure. Parley kid, who do you like in this bunch? Okay, so I'm going to be taking the field here. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about Spike Lee, Jack Nicholson. These guys are like one sport athletes, right, Sal? They really, I feel like they're really invested in one team. We we, right. we kind of think of Spike Lee as the Knicks. I know he's a little bit of a Yankee fan. And mm-hmm. Nicholson is as, as uh, Lakers. I guess he's probably a Dodgers fan too, Sal. A little right? bit, yeah. I think there's some of the Dodgers. Is, right, but I like my guys to be versatile. I like my guys to be like those three sport athletes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am taking the great Bill Simmons. Oh, I'm no. Bill Simmons. <laughs> oh, don't I'm do taking it. Taking him on the field at, <laughs> at six to one. Bill so, is versatile. He also, uh, do you guys ever read his rules of being a true fan? No, of course when he not. He was writing for page two for ESPN. <laughs> he came up with 20 rules. These are fantastic rules. I love. Rule number 12, after winning a championship, your team gets a five-year grace period. So, Matt, no matter what happens now to the Red Sox over the next five years, Bill cannot say one bad thing about them, Mm -hmm. right? And he won't. For five years, he will not say one bad thing about them. He'll listen to his own rules. Number 14, (laughs) just because you support a team that won a championship, you can't turn into a pompous insufferable schmuck. Oh, uh, well, he skipped that Bill, one. Bill, we know, yeah. is one of the nicest guys yeah. on the face of this planet. Uh-huh. Right? We've seen Harry turn this way. That's true. Bill would never do that. He follows his rules. All right. He's versatile. He's a Celtics fan. Right? He is a Red Sox fan, and he's a Patriot fan to the core. He probably sleeps in a Steve Grogan jersey. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go uh, with the field. Take wow. Bill at six to one. All right. And by the way, one of his rules is no replica jerseys. They have to be the real deal. And I guarantee you, he's got a real deal Steve Grogan jersey 
I think he does, probably hanging in this room right now. All right, Parla Kid, I should mention to you the the Ringer Christmas gifts already went out, so you could take this all back if you want. Damn. You, you don't have to kiss his ass. And it was basically stickers of. Uh, I was going to go Kevin Connolly with the. Uh, he's an Islander. Oh fan. yeah, yeah, he did the documentary, uh, the thirty you know, for thirty. Eve from uh, Eve from Entourage, but right. he's a Garth Snow supporter, so I couldn't go. With oh, him. I see. I see. All right. Bill Simmons. Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't hear this. But no, it makes sense. Parley Kid, by the way, one of his rules, I'm pretty sure, is that you have, well, I mean, we wouldn't be able to root for the Cowboys, I think, if you go by his rules, because we never lived in Dallas. No, but. you just have to be able to explain why you're oh. a fan. Okay. From, uh, so I did read the rules, because you believe that I read them. So I know. You'd have to explain, if you're between the ages of 20 and 40, mm. you would have to explain why I'm a Cowboys fan. You couldn't just say, because they were good at that time. All right. No. Right? I can, yeah. But we, we all explain. know because I, I, Roger Staubach, Staubach was my hero. Sure. So I, that's why I became right. uh, Plus, we're, 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 past, we're past 40. We don't have to worry about that. All right. I am going, <laughs> speaking of past 40, I'm going Field and Larry King. And, you know, if you had asked me this in uh, the end of September, I might not have said King. I might have said Bill Murray or something. But Larry King won this to me. In that game three, that 18 inning, that seven hour and 20 minute game three, Red Sox, Dodgers. He was there for the whole thing. Now, I think he stepped out a couple innings early, but he only went to the Diamond Club underneath because it was getting a little cold for a man in his uh, late 80s there. But here's why. Big Brooklyn Dodger fan, obviously LA Dodger fan. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. He was what I was watching there in the corner behind the plate. It was Larry King for seven hours and 20 minutes I love every bit of it. And for really, just for that one game, I give him the greatest celebrity super fan, sports fan of all time. Nice job there. Like, by the way, out of the 18 innings, he was actually alive for 14 of them. So that's a big deal. People don't even know that. So uh, congratulations, Larry King. Jim Cunningham, you have to have thoughts on this, right? Yeah, I was thinking, um, I was going to go with the field too. I was thinking maybe William Goldman, but he's passed away. So probably not. Um, what the who? What did he do? He was a huge Knicks fan. Oh, okay. All and right. And um, also the John three sixteen guy <laughs> He's from back big, in the eighties yes, with right. the uh, rainbow wig. <laughs> yeah. But I like um, Washington Wizards and Capitals fan Mia Khalifa. She's right. a former actress. Okay. Google her work. Wow. Not really at, digging. Not deep while there. you're at work though. Don't do that. Oh so. no. No no. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen many of her work. Jeez, <laughs> Harry. Many. Many of her work. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't take an English class with that her. That's creepy, Harry. All right, there uh-huh. you go. All right, that's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right, we're back against all odds, cousin Sal. We have uh, Jim Cunningham working the board. Heel producer Jim Cunningham. We have the degenerate trifecta, Harry brother Bry. Darren, the parlay kid. Let's go into the mailbag. You can reach us at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Now, we're looking for entries into the Degenerate Gambler Hall of Fame. We broke ground in Pahrump, Nevada. We got the structure up. We got the permits. We're ready to go. We just need a few more, few more people to come in. And here's a submission from Garrett Sohn, Cousin Sal, and the Degenerate Trifecta. Ha- absolutely love the podcast, even though I get creeped out every time Harry says hippity-dippity. Yeah, we're all there. I'm hoping to be put up for consideration into the glorious Degenerate Hall of Fame with the below story. My friends and I had re- recently graduated college, set out to Vegas for the NCAA college basketball conference tournaments. Couldn't afford to travel during March Madness. We were all still dirt poor. I wake up Friday morning after a long night, as most 22-year-old degenerates have in Vegas, head down to meet my friends in the sports book. With my head still swimming, my buddy says, hey, I have a locked three-team parlay. Throw $100 on it. He tells me the three teams. I run up. I make the bet. I get the ticket. says 100 to pay 13 Come back and said, how in the world is it 13 to 1? Turns out I'm an idiot. They all bet money lines. I took the huge spreads on every favorite. Well, I am a lucky idiot, it turned out, and come to the end of the day, all three teams cover. We cashed a ticket. I gave each buddy $100 for willingness to happen and perceive like live like 22-year-old kings. Apparently, my luck ran out real quick that night. $1,300 does not go far in Vegas. Gambling with house money quickly turned into rent money. I ran out of all said winnings plus some. I proceeded to have to ask one friend the money I gave him back. Essentially starved myself the rest of the trip and not my proudest moment. Needless to say, haven't learned my lesson, still like to risk it all on the conference tournament feeling again someday. Thanks for consideration. I hope Parlay Kid is winning some money on his kid's athleticism with his hometown bookie, Garrett Sohn. All right, Parlay Kid, 
Just sounds like an average kind of night for a bad gambler, right? Maybe a bad gambler got worse. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm just glad you didn't read the email from Clive. So, oh, okay. Uh, Maybe we'll get a, to that. That's a bonus. <laughs> okay. Put that one on the back burner for a while. Gotcha. All um, right. Yeah, no, this is uh, it's a nice, very nice story. Yeah. Um, I think I'm glad that uh, he, he actually mentions me at the end, which yeah. is very nice of him. and My kid. Uh, uh, but again, I think it's still falling short of yeah. kind of what we've established here. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have to just vote no on this one. All right, brother Bry. Yeah, uh, nothing crazy. It's a good good story. Uh, that would be uh, funny if that happened to us in uh, Vegas. But nothing nothing too crazy. I I don't know why he gave his his friends some money even after they won their bet. Yeah, that was still. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd say no. All right, Harry. Yeah, I'm saying no too because what what he's. He, because he uh, lost the thirteen hundred and a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. So let's say if he lost another five hundred, he lost eighteen hundred. One whole night of Vegas. That's like three hands of blackjack for Brother Bry. <laughs> so uh, when he's doubling down on three hundred dollar hands, so I'm gonna have to say no to. I thought the part that would uh, bum you out most, Harry, is when he got the ticket back and it accidentally. He he saw that he bet the 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 spreads and not the money. You know what I mean. So that shows yeah, that he kind of I mean, you know, doesn't, doesn't know what he's doing. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you don't even look at your ticket, and then you think you have what you have, and you don't. And then when that, that's the ultimate worst, if, uh, when you think you have actually win it because you didn't even check your ticket. I'm just saying he's not hardcore, hardcore enough to have figured that part out. And it, again, it's a nice right. story. Thanks for the letter. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just short. It's gotta, if, it, if you're basing it on one night, it's really got to be epic. It's got to be hangover-esque, right? Is that what we, basically what we learned? It's got to change your life in some sure. way, I think. Oh, sure. All right, uh, one more email. This is from Clive Lara. Uh, <laughs> while most people write in with hope to make the prestigious Hall of Fame prompt, I need to finally address an issue. I should have said a long time ago, I'm writing you all to claim back my name as the parlay kid from Daryl Darren Darwin. First of all, I'm already the kid. And are we seriously giving this guy props for his plus 125 parlays? Even a blind squirrel could choose some Moneyline favorites at 300 and be right half the time. Uh, This, to me, sounds more like a teaser tadpole. This past Sunday, I hit Colts minus three, Redskins plus seven and a half, Titans minus two and a half for a plus 580 parlay. I do this shit in my sleep. I'll give the teaser tadpole a chance to gain some respect back. Give me a real parlay this week. This weekend, I have Bears minus four, Broncos minus two and a half, and Cardinals plus 14 for plus 570. By the way, huge fan of the podcast. Yeah, we could tell I wouldn't be broke without it. Clive from <laughs> Oregon via Texas. All right. All right. Daryl, Darwin, you, you care to respond to this? <laughs> Clive, he's originally from Texas, right? He's obviously, yeah. uh, from, that sounds like a Texas name. Right. Um, right. From, uh, well, yeah. This, Check Simmons' rules uh, on this. Is he allowed to move to he, Oregon he, after he, Texas? Is he trying to get? Is he trying to get into? This isn't. Are we voting on the? No, we're not voting. No, he, he said he's. Uh, yeah, no. Look, listen. I don't think uh, any of us here have ever said we are experts. Besides you, Sal, you're probably the expert. Uh, I, I, I say it, but um, I, I don't believe it. But yeah, I have to say you it. were probably the most famous sports <laughs> prognosticator since Jimmy the Greek. Oh, probably. wow. Really? Thank Seriously. You. All right. I'll I take that. Really, uh, that's not, I'm, I'm, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, we're, we just call ourselves degenerates. That doesn't mean we win. Right. Right. But I mean, you so, do win Parley kid and you've won. Um, I think you're well, up, you know up for I the win, year. So, no I mean, matter, I, you, know, yeah. you, you, you know, when I square, you know, at the end of the year, mm-hmm. um, normally I'm always in the, you know, I'm always in the black, you know, right. There you go. Uh, for the most part. So, uh, I just, I'm just, you know, when I'm, just haven't haven't been hitting, but look, I'm glad Clive's listening, and uh, I think that's part of the appeals that we're not perfect. And yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, a lot of these guys certainly not me. They, Harry, Harry, and Brian have certainly been closer to that. Well, listen, however close anyone is, when he says I do this shit in my sleep, I have to I have to disregard or disagree. If you're doing it in your sleep, I think you've had to have a show on Fox Sports One at least or Fox Sports right. Two. Right. Well. At you know what Herman least. would say about that. What would he say? Oh, he doesn't like talk. that. He doesn't like yeah. when people uh, brag about wins every week. But thank you for uh, listening, Clive. And uh, we will send it. Uh, Jim, what are we going to send him? Probably nothing, right? 
Yeah, nothing. Okay. Yeah, just keep listening. Thanks. All right. I'm let's. Gonna, I'm gonna bet this guy's. I'm gonna bet this guy's parlay. Way, this we, week. we probably should. We probably should. Let me <laughs> let me mention it one more time before. Uh, I was thinking about making it my best bet. Actually, <laughs> Bears minus four, Broncos minus two and a half, Cardinals plus fourteen for plus five seventy. Go, Clive. Hit that, will you? Uh, all right, Sharp Tank. Now these guys this is where they come up with their best bets. Parlay, kid. You may be a little rattled yeah. right now. Let's start with you. Well, so can I quickly read to you a text that Harry sent me this week after uh, my losing streak? <laughs> yeah, do you guys I think mind so. if I did that? No, do it, do it. Sure. Uh, yeah, it'll take, it'll take, it'll only take like 20 seconds. He said, <laughs> all right, let me pull it up. He goes, uh, hey, D, how are you? <laughs> I know you've been in a dry spell. <laughs> That's <laughs> Just it. Just wanted to let you know I'm thinking of you. <laughs> if I can give you some advice, no more mi- minus 500 teams on parlays. P.S. I think Tate is faking his back injury. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Tate. Is that true? <laughs> Tate. I, I got him. Right Tate. Tate's, Tate's not here, Harry. This so. part's true. Okay. The part where <laughs> Tate's not here. I'm my buddy true. a little advice. That's all. Is that is yeah, that I true? <laughs> no, it's all. I could show. I'll send it to you. Sir. All right. Yeah, send it. Maybe we'll post it on Twitter. Harry, what are you? Is, is a gambling therapist now? You win a couple in a row? trying to help him out a little bit. He's going through a rough time. Just trying to be a buddy. He doesn't need help. Listen to this winner he's going to quickly tell us about right now. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going with a two-team. I'm taking some (laughs) advice. I'm going, so I'm taking a a two-team parlay, Mm -hmm. and I'm taking the points on this parlay. So first one, Sal, is the Browns minus 10. Jesus. Yeah. Baker Mayfield hates Hugh hates Jackson. Hugh Jackson, right? Yeah. Hates him with a patch. Seems like he does. Mm. I think they're going to blow the uh, Bengals out. Uh, 30 to 10. Mm-hmm. So they cover that spread easily. That's at minus 110. You're going to also add another minus 110. So I know you already like this. Yeah. Saints, minus five and a half over the Steelers. Yeah. Saints are coming home after a long road trip. Steelers had that Patriot letdown. Mm-hmm. They cover the minus five and a half. It's a plus 273 parlay. Bring it up. Whoa. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. We'll talk about it in a minute. All right, Harry. I don't know if you want to comment on All that right. one or give your own first. I'm going to give my own here. I'm going to, and I'm going to take a page out of the Parlay Kids book here, actually. I'm not going to go with a straight bet this week. I'm going to go with a four-team money line parlay. Hmm. And I'm going to take it first with the Titans at what minus a, 550. A roll reversal the Redskins. There. All right. Titans. Saturday. Titans running game is solid. Their defense will shut down the skins. And then their playoff hopes. I heard. I gave my analysis on what I thought of the Chargers in beating Baltimore, pounding them this week at minus two thirty-five. I'm taking the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I agree with a parlay kid about the Browns. I'm going to take them on the money line at four sixty. I think Mayfield and the Browns stick it to Hugh Jackson, Jackson and Cleveland. <clears throat> Even though uh, it really sounds weird to say the Browns are minus four sixty, but I think they pound them hardcore. And I'm going to take it minus one forty. The Eagles to win the game against the Texans. The Eagles showed they are not dead yet, shocking everyone last week, taking care of the Rams on the road. The Texans got all they could want versus the Jets last week, and now they're on the road again. I look for Foles to hook up with Alshon Jeffrey for another big day, and Philly fans stay alive for playoffs for at least one more week. So that's Titans minus 550 money line, Chargers mm-hmm. minus 235 money line, Browns minus 460 money line, Eagles minus 140 money line. And it pays two and a half to one. That's my best bet. Plus two fifty. Is right. that why you told me not to take the minus five hundred bars <laughs> anymore? So you could jump on those. So he could oh, do. No, it. I was going to say, what the hell? Wow, that is that is, that is unbelievable. Harry. That's, that's the teaser tadpole right there. The old Titans <laughs> at minus one five fifty is a gift. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that um, did seem like a little, little bait and switch. Um, the white rhino's not making your picks anymore this week. I yeah, guess. really. Like, Harry. I haven't made. I haven't listened to him ever in my life. This might. This might be <laughs> your. Uh, this might be your first pick, Harry. All right, uh, brother Bry, what do you like? Okay, so I'm gonna go uh, college football. The slate's a little slim this week. I mean, obviously next week we're gonna have a great slate of college football. Mm-hmm. But I like the over 73 in the Memphis Wake Forest uh, Birmingham Bowl. Look, this bowl game has averaged 79 points a game in the last two years. I tend to favor the over in these early bowl games. Nobody really wants to play defense. If you look at a team like Memphis, they're averaging 44 points per game this year, and Wake Forest is also averaging 33 points per game. Both teams also rank in the bottom third in total defense and scoring defense. Uh, they both generally play at a fast pace. 
if you look at Wake Forest back from last year, that their bowl game at 108 points. Uh, if you look at overs, Memphis overs this year were eight and five. Wake Forest was seven and five. I just think I could see this game again, maybe being like forty something, forty something, uh, seventy three. Even though that's one of the higher bowl game totals, uh, it seems too low for me. So I like the over in this one. All right, all right. Let me look at this. Memphis Wake Forest. What day is that, Bry? Saturday. Uh, it's Saturday. Yeah, Memphis Way Forest over 73. All right. Harry, you have Titans, Chargers, Browns money line, Eagles money line. I don't know about the Eagles. I mean, that defense was so damn good. It looked like Jim Schwartz's ball hawking defense from last year. I just don't I, – I, I hate the five games before is what I'm thinking of uh, with the Eagles. Yeah. Obviously, I thought like we, – we all – we watched that game, Harry. We thought Darnold did well against them. Um Defending Super Bowl champ, Texans. You know? Oh yeah, shit! I Still didn't know. I didn't, real, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Still hanging well, around. They did win the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> All right, uh, Titans. <laughs> I like Chargers. All right, Parlay Kid. Browns minus Browns. The one thing I'll say is they tend to play to the level of competition. They're they, I think they're five and eleven against the spread versus teams with a losing record. Yeah. When they play them at home, I do like the Saints. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Parlay Kid here. Is that a tough stretch here? Nice. He's got people yeah, but attacking him on email. You haven't with me in a while, Sal. There you I've go. been losing. Buddy. All right. All right. We're uh, back at it. I, I, that that went from I, that I went to 10. I think this week, though, right? The Browns, they, they, they want to blow them out this week. I, I just, I, That's insane. I just feel it. That's an I insane it. number. I, I called uh, I, I called Hugh Jackson there. Their four-win clover from the Browns. Now, now that they, I mean, they've never been so excited, the Cleveland fans, to see him on an opposing sideline. Uh, I wonder if it's too emotion. Too much emotion involved, but I do like the Browns minus ten. I can't believe I'm saying it. And the Saints minus five and a half. That parlay pays plus two seventy three. All right, that's Sharp Tank, yes. and that's pretty much our show, Brother Bry. Where can people see you? Yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry. Um, what, what else is what's been going on lately here? Uh, we had a good time out in California, that's for sure. Too bad, like we said, Harry was as soon as Harry gets to California. He's immediately sick. I don't know what happens. It's like I feel like he gets like the flu every time. Every time I go out there, is everybody in your house sick? Cell now? Uh, just my youngest, but it was also named Harry after Harry, basically. But um, yeah, I, yeah, that was that was cra- that was a weird, incomplete cough he had all night. It's like <coughs> it was real, really strange. But, but still, all night. Yeah, on our golf, on our golf adventure, Darren Harley mm-hmm. kid still. I, Part three of the last. Well, you should. You should uh, look. say, yeah, Harry, Harry, even you, Sal. You guys were surprisingly uh, pretty good. We missed you, Parlay Kid. We we didn't bet that much on the golf, but uh, I think I broke even with Harry because his big claim was that he would have two. It was a par three, and he said that he would have two shots, legitimate shots, at a birdie, and he only had one. And I was never really in, in jeopardy because it was on the last hole. Um, but then he beat us mm. for closest to the pin on the last three. We owed him money for that. But that was fun. Uh, Jim Cunningham, we had a nice steak, right, Friday night? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, Thank you. had a good time. Learned yeah. a lot about Jim. Jim, where can people <laughs> see <too> much. you? <laughs> um, at Jim Cunningham, and the eyes are ones. Yeah. and let's, The uh, M's are open. The ladies. other M's are open? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and let's pray for Tate. And Parley Kid. what about you? A lot of basketball coming up? Yep, I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Um, and... Uh, Jungle and basketball team's looking good. Uh, five and one to this point. There Big you go. game on Friday night. Probably uh, will have some implications for later on in the season. Interesting. So. Glenn, minus six Should and a half? Fun. Minus six and a half, you say? Um, I'd say, I, 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 I would think with the underdog here, oh. the yeah, game is like like home. Plus, let's say, yeah, I would say like plus, plus five and a half. Four. Plus yeah. four and a half. All right, that, that line's jumping all over the place, so get on it now. <laughs> if you can get them plus four and a half, take it. And Harry, what are you at? I'm at AAO Harry, and then uh, <clears throat> uh, from the weekend and all, just for the hell of it, <laughs> there's a cough. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. It's it so, <laughs> so much better when I'm a thousand miles away from you and it's just over the phone. <laughs> Harry took a beating on Sunday. I will say we watched a Corolla's Warehouse. We had fun. I told the story on Parent Corner because um, my son had to talk uh, reason with some of the uh, participants, but... Uh, our friend Brad threw watermelon at our friend uh, Ken, who is Harry's boss. It, uh, it you know, it, it created a, a very solemn mood the rest of the way. And then a few hours later, Ken started up on Harry. Harry hadn't spoken the whole day, right, Harry? Well, I hadn't said too much. I just kept to myself. 
Trying to keep Harry's your nose clean. Harry's always very quiet around Ken. So, so quiet. quiet. Nothing can go wrong. Ken called him out on it, and that's when it all started. Then they, they went at each other for, uh, <laughs> what, Brian? It was hours, right? Corolla got involved. Uh, was, yeah, it was definitely probably like, it's probably the second half of the second games. Yeah. It was definitely the, I said, it's the funniest, most uncomfortable day of my life ever. <laughs> right. Okay. I loved it, though. <laughs> it was it very was strange. Same, man. Yeah. Oh, kids there. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know but how to explain. But it's so hard to explain. Like, yeah, it's you, too you hard. Can't even, you can't even do it justice. For as many, like, I try to explain the story to people, and it's just... I, I I bomb it every time because it's just yeah. The the thing with Ken so and Brad was in, Ken was ha, Brad was looking for advice. He had it out for Ken and uh, and it got physical a little. And then the thing with uh, Harry and Ken, Harry <laughs> Ken was complaining about what a what a lazy employee Harry is. And um, I don't know Harry. Oh, all I know Harry is didn't I, really disagree on that. Well, the, the, what I will say oh, is I, I I'm the one who wiped the watermelon off of Ken's uh, shirt, his date shirt. Um, yeah. where, where were he you for that, today, Harry? By the way, yeah, uh, that was what you were upset most about that I that I didn't do it and that you had. That's to do it. that was an absolute joke. Does he think I was upset that I had to wipe it off? That was a joke I sent his way. Oh my God, he's really. Everyone's got to smoke a little less pot, I think. <laughs> Otherwise, nothing's going to make sense. All right. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Hey, lock it in Monday through Friday. Fox Sports 1, 4.30 to 5.30. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, 11.35 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and heel producer, Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal, so saying so long, I can't say it. And happy handicapping.